Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes, and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. We're glad you're here. Justin yes. yep. has a question for you all. Justin, go I ahead do. and ask. Why have you not watched Ted Lasso yet? Are you talking to me? Are you talking Jared, to the world? Okay, Jared. Okay, this one's for you. Jared, feel free to respond in due time. We're going to sit here until the stream catches up and Jared answers. That's right. And to the yes. listeners, I want you all to think about why Jared hasn't watched Ted Lasso. So, there we and go. And another question, follow-up. Do you or do you not have a pet emu, Jared? Mm, these are questions. And, and why? <laughs> or why to not? Either one, to, to either answer. Either one. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, Justin, how are you, buddy? How's life? I'm good, buddy. Do I really have a question I was supposed to ask? I was just going to see if you are going to do the Ted Lasso bit, and you kind of did. So, it. it was great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, we're just going to go back into it. But hey, it was good. It was, it, was, it was improv. You said, yes, Ed. You just rolled with it with confidence. I believed it, you know? <laughs> Today's one of those days where uh, so much has happened that I was like, there's a good chance that we talked about something in our production meeting that I was supposed to lead off with that I just forgot. Yeah, that's fair. So, I get it. There's a lot going on in the world. There's got, a lot going on I in our real lives. I nervous. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good, man. <laughs> How was your week? You know, uh, the week thus far, two days, have, has been good. Nice. Um, weekend was fantastic. Uh, we had our 11-year uh, anniversary on Saturday. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, we headed back up to Grand Rapids to kind of peruse around and look at some things up there and kind of get a feeling to see if that's the way that we're going to go as far as uh, uh, buying a house. And uh, I got to tell you, Grand Rapids, pretty fucking stellar. I, under- cool. I get why Austin Reno lives there now. Mm-hmm. By I the way, Jared it. said, motherfuckers, you didn't wait. Liars. I'm hurt. <laughs> Jared, the only thing this show is, is one pile of lies. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, I'm awesome. Um, I'm awesome. Uh, what I meant to say is that's awesome. And I'm glad <laughs> that uh, congrats on the anniversary. On the- I appreciate I'm glad you all got to spend time up in the... Are you doing okay, Doug? The Slap Rapids, you know? Um, you know, things are good, you know? Yeah. How was your, uh, how was your week? How was, how was having Noah on again? Oh, my week? gosh. Uh, well, f- well, well, first of all, like, Noah, Hannah, and Alpaca all oh, came by to visit. He wasn't on the podcast. I was on the podcast. Like, That's right. He visited. That's what happened. We had I our, was uh, having we had our first Noah. mini mind gap get together in real life, and yes. it was awesome. It was so cool. Noah, his fiance, uh, Hannah, and uh, Alpaca all stopped by, and they uh, they stayed at my house. We made a lot of really great food. I had I, I made some pulled pork. Um, 
Noah made some Nashville hot chicken, which was delicious. Sounds amazing. Uh, I made some chocolate cookies. I made some Cubano sandwiches. I made some monkey bread. Uh, I mean, it was it was a delicious it was a delicious good time. It was so much fun. We played a bunch of board games, some of them old, some of them new. We had ourselves a fire in the backyard. Noah brought his dog Spaghetti. And Loki and Spaghetti got along famously, so much so. Also, it was they basically looked like they were, at the very the least, twins. kissing cousins or something. I mean, they were so close. <laughs> they looked so let's, much alike. I had a hard time telling the difference between them. Picture of those two. And I, it was the only way that I was able to is in the shot, Loki's got white paws and a white chest. And you could just see the white tuft of, of hair on her chest. And that was it. Like, outside of that, like, they look identical. To the angle of the ears and everything. Yeah, I had to look at their tails because Loki has a very curly tail and gotcha. Spaghetti doesn't. Yeah. And uh, it was great, man. It was it was so much fun to hang out with them and, and see them in real life. It was great. I also heard that Natalie trounced everyone in Uno. Natalie held up her end of the bargain. She was talking, I don't know, she un, unknowingly was talking a lot of trash, which I relayed <laughs> to everyone else. Which is she's like, I can't wait for our friends to get here so I can kick their butts in Uno. And she laid down the hammer on several rounds. She won several rounds. She was definitely yeah. pretty competitive. And I told everyone as soon as they sat down to play the first game, I go, don't go easy on her because she's not going to go easy on you. So right. bring the pain. The and, thing is, if yeah. I heard that, I would not like I'd be like, OK, Doug, sure. And I would totally go easy until that first game was over. And I'd be like, oh, oh, OK, that's. We're doing prison rules. I got it. What I love about her, too, is she's not a boastful winner either. She just does okay. it. And then it's just like, she's cool with it. You know, she doesn't go like, ha ha. Um, but then we, we were playing one of the house rules, which is if you have the exact same number and color as as a card that's been played, you can jump out of turn and play your card. And it, yeah. it was a moment where uh, there were two other people that had Uno and Natalie had Uno. Someone played a card. She played out of turn and won the game. Like just, I was just so impressed with her reflexes to be able to yeah. acknowledge and play it. I was like, this girl is leveling up and I'm fucking proud of her, man. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. I also love how she said, I can't wait for our friends to get here. Yeah. That she's like, so like that there's something, there's something just wholesome about that. That she's Dude, the whole week, accept people in yeah. the whole like, week, my house. the whole week. She was like, I, I pick her up from school. I'm like, Hey, how was school? She goes, I'll tell you in a second. When we're done, can we talk about, you know, when our friends are going to get here? I'm like, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know what more you want to talk about, but she's like, you know, maybe we could go to the playground and can I show them around the house when they get here? I was like, yeah. I mean, she just had all these ideas and things. That she, can we take them to the pond? I'm like, okay, yeah. first of all, when you are bringing people to your house, you're a host and hosting means you have to allow the guests to decide what they want to do. Like we don't, we can offer suggestions, but ultimately it's their decision. So I'm like, you may want to do these things. We may not necessarily do these things. So please yeah. keep that in mind. Uh, but she was super pumped and uh, it's fucking great that you can have those conversations with her though. Dude, you know what I mean? Like she's at that point now where, and probably leaps and bounds ahead of some other kids because for so many years leading up to this, you have talked to her in a very logical way and you've helped her to understand, hey, look, this is the way of the world. Yeah. And and for the record, Noah, Alpaca and Hannah didn't know this, but Natalie had a very hard time once they left, just curled up Aww. in a ball, crying. 
she saying missed them. missed them. She's like, I wish our friends didn't have to leave. I wish they lived near us. And I was like, Little Miss, Little Miss drama. I yeah. love it. I was like, Hey, I know. I understand. I miss him too. It was, it was good to see him, man. <laughs> Zinni says, Oh man, I can only think of how Nat would suggest stuff with me. I do just about anything. Natalie was like <laughs> coloring pictures and giving it to them, like while they were playing games. Like she yeah, was so just. Cool doing the best but that reminds me too like you're talking about conversations yeah two like th like three amazing things now i was having a shitty morning just a rough start to the day things weren't sure. going right i lost my airpods i couldn't find them my fucking blender got stuck while i was trying to blend oh. it like it made me leave later Wait, you were blending your airpods i was blending my airpods you know and it's just not, that's not recommended just didn't man. work yeah. and uh Loki fortunately like had diarrhea but she let me know so I got her out in time but things were just not running smoothly I was yeah, trying sure. to go and lift and then I had to take Natalie and the dog to daycare so it was a stressful morning things weren't working out and you know uh, I turned to Natalie and I was like you know what Natalie's not bound by practical Doug standards so maybe I'll just ask her, her for help I go hey Natalie I lost my airpods I go do you know what they look like she goes yeah yeah I go I can't find them I don't know where they are. So I want to tell you. So if you see them, you know, just let me know. And she goes, dad, you know, what might be helpful if you can think about where you saw them last. And I was like, Jesus, this fucking five and a half year old is very smart. And I go, you know what? You're right. I'll tell you where, what I was doing. I remembered a lot of it. It just practice. Doug's like, we were here. It didn't, I don't know. She goes, okay. Two seconds later, she found him. She was like, Seriously. she immediately just, because she's not bound by logic. She just starts looking. Right. And she found it in an illogical place where I put it, which was the bathroom. For some reason, I had brought them into the bathroom and I left them Interesting. there. Interesting. And she found them I immediately. And I was like. <laughs> she's she's untethered uh, by the by the laws of practicality. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it was, yeah. um, that's why I, I was like, this was a good idea to tell her because she will just start looking. And so yes, I absolutely. won't be like, don't look there. She'll be like, oh, whatever, I'm going to look everywhere. So that was awesome. So that immediately brought me joy. I was like, cool. Very cool. So I was taking her to school and she goes, and I'm assuming you've seen the most recent What If episode. Uh, was it the one with, with Vision? Yes. Yes. So spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen it yet. She goes, Dad, that guy with the the... The, the yellow crystal in his head. What's his name? I go, Vision. She goes, yeah. Why is Vision trying to destroy the world when his mission is peace? And I was just like, what What a wonderful question, Natalie. Doug pulls the car over and just starts weeping. I was like, what a great question. I was like, do you remember in Age of Ultron? And I started like breaking down like the original timeline and then what happened and breaking it down i was like and in his mind the only way to have peace is to just to have robots and everything and she paused and she goes that guy with the yellow or with the green gem i go dr strange she goes yeah why did he keep trying to bring his wife back when she was already dead i was like are we dipping into time travel right now do i have to have a time travel conversation with my oh child right now and i was oh like oh boy I was like, well, um, you see, <laughs> he didn't want to deal with the fact that this person had died and he had the power to turn back time. But what he doesn't realize is some things in this universe, time can't change. It was whatever. And it was just it was so goddamn amazing. Like her just I asking these questions. I just love to imagine that Natalie missed school that day. 
today and just like you guys spent the day just you got ice cream you went to the park you sat down you broke it out you found a giant whiteboard and drew timelines on it and you had that experience all over again it was it was it was a great moment because i told her i kept telling her, i go listen these are really good questions and i love that you're curious i was like please yeah. keep asking questions and then she goes dad when our pets die do we have funerals for them i was like Another wow. bang up question. question, because on the way to the doctor a week or so ago, we saw a funeral procession on sure. the drive. And so we got to have a discussion about what a funeral is. And so she just got in her mind about what about our animals? I was like, people do different things for their animals. And it was just yeah. it was such a fun thing. Her asking these questions and just being like, and I just told her when I dropped her off at school, I go, you made my morning great. Thank you. I go, I love talking to you. Please keep asking questions because I always want to have these conversations with you. So please keep that, that up. meant the world to her too. Probably not. Like but, you know, <laughs> I try to have these really good sentimental moments where I'm like, Natalie, you are the absolute best. And she'll just kind of be turning off and she'll be like, look, look at my new toy. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell you something from the heart. Please just right. listen. And she's like, just- I'm like, you know, this. I-, I love you, right? She goes, yeah. Loki wants to go outside. Can I go outside with her? I'm like, sure, go on, you know. <laughs> so, so close. Yeah. You have the moments, but you can't uh, you can't have a retrospective on the moments quite yet. Exactly. Quite yet, yeah. yeah. And then she'll that say. Will, that will come in due time. And then today she's like, Dad, I can't wait to, you know, grow up and, and get bigger. I was like, oh, yeah, why do you want to do that? She goes, so I can do all sorts of things like drive and have a kid. And I was like, okay, let's just. Everyone just cool, cool out. Pump the brakes, Pump right? the brakes. I go, yeah, you know, I'm kind of, you know, there's certain things I'm looking forward to you being able to do. I go, but I don't want you to grow up too fast. I was like, you driving yeah. kind of scares me, but it'll be pretty practically nice when you can do that for yourself and sure. you can go explore. And I go, you know, I'll be, I'll be happy for you, I'll be, but I'll be sad at the same time. And she's like, yeah, because you and mom will be dead. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> what? And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, we're going to die at some point, but that's not what I mean by I'll be sad. Well, here's the thing. Uh, what if she's kind of like an oracle and is calling it out, man? I'm just saying, you, I don't guys know, man. Better, you better watch your uh, watch your backs there. Yeah, it was just very funny. She's like, like yeah, because you'll really be dead. <laughs> also, too, for a five and a half year old, like, <clears throat> like, I love that she grasped the concept of death, but is still detached enough from it that that thought doesn't just bring her to her knees. Yeah. Cause like what, if you or I were to, to have a conversation about, you know, uh, X, Y, and Z X number of years later, our parents are dead. Like you start thinking about your parents going and there's a lot of emotion that gets tied up into that good, bad, ugly, whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, I love the fact that she has the concept of death, but has a, just enough detachment from the concept to not really let it cripple her. I, 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 it's so amazing. What I like about it is we've been able to have these conversations about these things. Cause I don't shy away from it, you know, mm-hmm. cause like the funeral, I'm like, well, this is a great opportunity to talk about death, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, people die. You know, some people are old. Some people get sick. Some people die young. Like people, you know, essentially deal with this in their own ways. I went through like, funeral and burying people and cremating people like we talked about all the different ways that people can do that and um you know it was just a very logical calm conversation i wasn't like when you close your eyes sometimes the whisper winds will come and give you a kiss on the cheek and take you away to a land of fairies and chocolate milk rivers where you'll live out your days in happiness 
the anti-stork comes. Yeah, the anti-stork. He's uh, a, a black a stork. Seagull? A black the stork comes. <laughs> a black stork in a Batman mask comes and says, "Come with me." It takes you. It's your time. And yeah. then drives away in a Batmobile for some reason. He flies in, but drives away in a Batmobile. Right. <laughs> he flies in, but then my car's around the corner. Hold on. Yeah. Hold Alfred, on. bring the would Batmobile. You, why'd you say that name? Um, would Would you want to be cremated or buried? Cremated. Do you wanna, really? Cremated. Okay. Don't Burials to me. And this is it. Practical Doug. Why am I taking up space as a Lay dead person? Me. Why am there I taking is. up space? Why are you yeah. paying for something that you're going to bury me in the ground in? Paying, paying for a plot of land? Paying for a... No! Fucking That's light me up, keep my ashes, or don't. I'll be dead. I don't care. Just... Right. Whatever makes you happy. Like, I just want... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to take up space. That's kind of me yeah. in a nutshell. I don't want to be in anyone's way. I don't want to take up space. I don't want to be he bothering died. anybody. I, he just, died how he lived. Exactly. Try not, not to take up space. Trying not to take up space. Yeah. The, that, is the, yeah. that is probably the most poetic way that you could go, Doug. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. just keep it simple. Keep it practical. Keep it low cost, man. Like yeah. the, the funeral industry is not as bad as the wedding industry, but the it's idea, there, but the idea of like what it costs to go, I was like, listen, I don't want anyone speaking prayers. I don't want any of that shit. I want this like, yeah. Think what would Practical Doug do? All right. Yeah. Just think about that. And that's how I want to go. And have that. Yeah. For a long time, I was uh, I was team uh, team burial. Like I was like, I can't stand the concept of, of being cremated. My body's not there anymore. And this and that. And then as I've gotten older, I've come around to the rationalization of just like, does it fucking matter if your body's there anymore? Like you're you're gone. You're fucking the fuck out of here. You're checked out. Right. So what do we care if we have this body here? And and I, I definitely think I also love the concept of like sp spreading the ashes in some place that meant something to the person like Beth's uh, Beth's um, mom is uh, some of her ashes are down at Disney because that made such a, that was such a huge part of their family. And uh, I'm like, yeah, like I take me, spread me, you know, do an ounce up in Canada, uh, do an ounce out in the, you know, Pacific Northwest, take me a little bit of me down to LA uh, you know, maybe uh, fly over to Ireland. I always wanted to see there. You know, spread me around the world is what I want. Mm -hmm. I think I think cremation is the is the way for me now. Yeah, I've I just don't. I also think it's the, it's the idea of you know if you if you bury someone in the ground, there's a one place where they are where you can visit them. You know, like and you right. can argue the same thing with the ashes in some degree too. I'm just like I don't sure. want this like plot of land this flag this headstone it's like here lies doug right he was tall and hit his head a lot and he's resting right here like love fart jokes you know just right. i don't know man like that that stuff is so archaic and out it's, it's such a weird thing that we do it because we did it and it was for traditions that were weird and i'm like i don't yeah. want to fucking do that man like just i've been, i've heard some people saying I've, i'm the same way in that like you cremate me and then don't have a funeral have a party absolutely like, take man. whatever money you were going to spend in a funeral buy a bunch of pizza or burgers like, do something real fun get some beer get some whatever throw on some music and just talk about just just talk about some memories that you remember Laugh Absolutely. at my expense and, and have a good time. You know? Yeah, I agree. I, I just, you know, funerals are for the living, not for the dead. 
So right. like you throw me a funeral, I'm all haunt you. Yeah. I was like, we'll don't you that. dare put me in the fucking church either. Like right. you keep that shit to yourself. All right. Ooh, don't mm-mm. don't want to do That's that. It. Yeah, not at all. Uh Zenny said same mindset, you know, but use my ashes for something useful like plant a tree or turn it into a gemstone. Etoy said, I thought about doing that, becoming a tree thing, but knowing my luck, I would become toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, ashes says cremate or ashes. Jervis says cremate me. Do something cool with the ashes and make dumb jokes and tell funny stories about me. Exactly. Yes, exactly, Jared. Um, Jervis says I heard someone uh, on the radio say she rolled her boyfriend's ashes into a cigarette with tobacco and smoked him. Don't like that, but okay. Yeah. To each their own. I guess. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, having having these conversations with Natalie is awesome. I love I love being able to, to have these conversations with her yeah. and um, see her mind making these connections and um, having these just great conversations. I don't know, man. This is this is the, like I said before. This is where I'm in my heyday with her. Like I feel like this is right. where she and I can really connect about a lot of different things. So which is which is pretty exciting. So I love that. Yeah. I love it too. And it's only going to get better. Right. And then it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And then it'll get better again. And then we'll kind of just see from there what happens. Right. And then we're then and then we're in uncharted territory. We exactly. have no idea how it will be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And but there's one thing that we do know how things What's will that? be, and that's housekeeping. Housekeeping. Nothing like, you know, being 20 minutes in to talk about housekeeping. Hey, everybody. Did you know we're on Spotify? We are. You should listen to us there and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts, like Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Moon. I don't know. I don't know where you listen yep. to this shit. Um, yeah, she'll complain about yeah, you on her podcast in her podcast in 20 years. Yeah, I hope that happens. Hopefully she'll let me be a guest. You know, it'd be great. Uh, yeah, check us out wherever you're, you listen to your stuff. But just know that we're on Spotify. Also, uh, if you don't know, we have our very own Discord, which is kind of how we're setting up cool stuff, like our little Mind Gap get-togethers and whatnot. Uh, if you're interested in checking it out, head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. In the About section, you'll see a little banner that says Discord. Click on that. It'll magically take you away to Discord, where you'll join our server and become part of the family. It'll be great. Uh, we set up game nights, we post funny memes, uh, we post recipes, fitness stuff. It's fun. It's a great community. I love everyone that's there. It's been really wonderful getting to know everyone and getting to play games and stuff with everyone. So please come check us out at our Discord. We welcome you. Uh, next up, uh, redbubble.com. Head over there to check out some merch. I posted a new design on there just the other day. It's uh, a little, it's it's a new, it's a spray painted uh, rendition of our, our traditional logo. So you can go check that out. Uh, just head over to redbubble.com, type in Mind Gap Podcast in the search field and find the cool shit that's there. We've got the three, three designs there now. So go check that out. It's fun stuff. Pick yourself up something nice and support the podcast in the meantime. And last but not least, we stream on Twitch. We do our podcasts live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. And we also do a video game live stream every Saturday, typically. Oof, excuse me. Typically. Oh, my. Every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central time, you know, with scheduling for whatever. Um, Case in point, this weekend uh, probably won't be streaming until Sunday evening uh, Mm. because Jill is going out of town for a girls weekend with a friend. Nice. So it's Natalie and dad hanging out on Friday and Saturday night. We're doing dad and Natalie night. 
which is cool. It's Daddly Night. It's Daddly Night. And she said uh, she wants to do Dad Mac, which is a very unhealthy macaroni that I make. Uh, and she wants to watch movies. And I think we're going to go to the zoo. She also said we Come are severely on. lacking in Halloween decorations. So I was like, all right, let's go to the store. We can pick out some Halloween decorations. So we'll figure oh, something out, well, which I, will be fun. That, that statement gives me hope that she is going to guilt you into just going to town on Christmas decorations. No, I won't do Christmas, older. but I will indulge on some Halloween stuff. Because, again, people around here... They go hard for Halloween, yeah. big time. And sure. we've just been driving around, and on my walks, I just see him putting more and more and more and more stuff out. And I'm like, Natalie, come check this out. Like those 12-foot-tall skeletons and shit. People have this ridiculous stuff. Like it's, And Natalie loves it. So I'm like, cool. Well, let's go see what we can find and keep it within reason. And we may, you know, because I ask her, I go, do you want something scary or do you want something fun? Like, yeah, you have to decide, but just keep that in mind. Do you want something scary or not? So it'll be fun. I'm, you mark my words. No. Your house is going to be a winter wonderland someday. If it is, in the next, in the I'm next not putting it years. up. I mean, that's fine. I, I won't be I won't be the one decorating. So, okay. which which is what I like is Jill knows that. I just, I don't do it. The only thing okay. I do is I help put the tree together. That's it. That's the only thing I do. All right. And I'm happy that's if there's stuff it. there, but I'm too lazy to do it. Because I don't like the idea of putting something up that I'm going to have to take down a month. Practical Doug just does not do well with what that. What about the Halloween shit? I mean, the stuff, you're different. I don't know if it's just a handful of things that we just like put out in the yard and then put back away. I don't want to fucking hang stuff around on nails and shit. I don't want to put lights out. I don't want to. I just don't want to do that. I just don't want to do it. It's annoying to me. I'm lazy. I'm a lazy boy. Oh, lazy boy. I just, I, I just, I want, man, I want, we got to figure out how to, I want you and Christmas to become more intertwined because yeah. it makes you so angry. Well, we don't always get what we want, Justin. Um, but yeah, streams, uh, probably this Sunday. Uh, don't know what it'll be. I've been really enjoying this game called Barony. I played it, uh, for the stream, uh, last, cause I streamed last Friday. It's really fun. I really enjoy it. It's got like Minecraft, like graphics and it's hard. You go into a murder dungeon and, uh, you try to survive. I'm getting a lot better at it. I've gotten to the, the boss of the game twice and I, he was a dick sliver away of dying. Just so fucking close. And then the second time, he just lit me up. I thought I was cool, and then he was just like, <laughs> and just, I exploded. Um, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing with Noah and Slotty, too. With Like, playing with the group was really, really cool. So, I don't know. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I may be playing that again. We'll see. And then October the 16th, oh, baby. We're going to be, which is, oh, my God. A, I don't know if that's the right. Oh, oh. sorry. No, nope, <laughs> this is the other one. Hold on. Wait. Two seconds. Hold on. Uh... Sure. October 16th. We're going to be playing the new Jackbox game. Jackbox Party Pack 8. We're going to be trying it out. All new games. It'll be fun. Uh, Justin has agreed to be there and hang out with us. So we should be fun. So October 16th, Saturday. Come hang out. A lot of stuff you can either view as an audience or participate and have fun. It'll, it'll be great. I'm really looking forward to that. So that yeah. should be a good time. Yeah, that would be a good time. That would be a good time. And that, yeah. as they say, is housekeeping. <sighs> yeah, see, Ito is like, Jackbox! German's like, yeah. Jackbox! Yeah, we're going to have it's fun. A, it's a fan favorite around here. It's great. I love, I love that stuff just because <clears throat> you get to play. The audience is more engaged. It's it's so much fun. Is Jill joining? There it is. I get a little wine drunk. I could ask her. Um, we'll have to check with Natalie to see if that's okay. 
because that's always the challenge. Although, to be honest, Natalie just like kind of hangs out and watches her shows and, you know, has some treats and Jill reads a book. So, I mean, when they have girls night. Yeah, it really shouldn't be too complicated. I'll ask her. <laughs> so we'll see if she's, she'll be down for it. Um, cool. Yeah, that'll be good. But she's got to get wine drunk. I know. Trust me. She still has wine. I picked up a couple bottles recently, so we're still good to go. All right. Let's talk about Mm. our topic for this week, which, first of all, I fucking love just checking in with you and just seeing where the conversation goes. That's the best part of this show. Just, you know, the opening is the opening is usually my favorite part. Yeah, right. Get her a box of goon. Don't know what that means, Jared. I don't know what that means. I feel like you can't say that. Jared. Mm -mm, I don't think so. I don't like that. I don't think so. You know what else I don't like, Justin? What's that, Doug? Motherfucking Instagram. There it is. You I know, I was wondering like as we were as we were talking about these topics, <clears throat> I'm like, this is just going to give Doug a platform to rail on Instagram. Guys, delete Instagram. Just do it. Just do it because you know why? It's not intuitive. It's dumb. No one cares about pictures. Just fucking just knock it off. All right. Stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. I have spoken. That's it. <laughs> I love it, Jared. It's like playing the yep. song, Justin. Justin was already on it. He was all you over got it, it, buddy. I got you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't. Doug, uh, I don't Doug like is, Instagram. Has no. There's no love lost for Instagram with Doug. No. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not big on sharing my pictures with the whole world. Uh, I have a private photo album that I share with my family of uh, pictures of Nat and the family and things like that. Um, and I just don't post a lot online. Um, and I think, you know, especially after the, the recent events, which is essentially there was a study or uh, there was information allegedly that Facebook had because Facebook owns Instagram that stated that a lot of their shit is not good for people in particular, teenage girls. It's been causing a lot of problems, um, as far as, uh, the idea of self image, uh, suicidal tendencies, eating disorders, like the, the, it hasn't been good. Allegedly, Facebook tried to like, you know, hide that information. Shocker. And in a, in a twisted turn of events, Facebook tried to cover something up. Right. And apparently there was a whistleblower within Facebook that released the information of the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal did a pretty big investigation on it. Then some heads of Facebook were called to uh, Congress where Congress did a terrible job of asking them questions because that's how old white men do it. And um, it's still fun to watch. But the point being that, um, you know, it's just it's reignited the conversation about social media, its effect on everyone. And what one of the things I mean, I was reading some of the, you know, quotes from senators in the article, which are very theatrical. But one that I think kind of stuck with me. Go ahead, Justin. That, you look like no. That is that was one thing I wanted to touch on was was the theatricality behind some of these what these senators are saying and how they write up their opening statements or their arguments. It well, let, let, let's get into it. But like, I want to kind of deconstruct that side of it too after we after we talk about it. That that rubbed me the wrong way. We'll say. Yeah, I don't like it because by them being that theatrical it lessens the effect of what they're trying to say right and it, it really annoys me um when people fucking do that shit it's just like you guys are gross stop being gross just speak yeah they're like ig I- stands for instagram but it also stands for instagreed said senator edward markey it's like fuck right your shit that's the best you can come up with really 
That's like some meme tweet or, or, or some shit you'd see on Facebook. Or, you know, it's yeah. like people come up with these really dumb acronyms or dumb nicknames for things and they just constantly yeah. use it. I was like, ugh, you know? The other, the other, uh, quote that uh, this Bloomthal what's the what's his actual name here uh something Bloomthal Blumenthal Blumenthal I don't know we'll figure it out uh, mm-hmm. it's in here somewhere but the the quote that he, uh, he goes uh this research is a bombshell mm-hmm. it's powerful gripping riveting evidence that Facebook knows of the harmful effects of its site on children and that it has concealed those facts and findings I think the word while that's true <laughs> Like you're basically creating a log line for a film. That's the thing is, is words like bombshell have no effect anymore. Yes. Like they have no effect anymore because people use them all the time. Like, oh, bombshell news report. It's like, it's not. I don't think you guys know what that means anymore because if everything's a bombshell, nothing is. All right. Right. No. Right. Is this a big deal? Yeah. But it's just like, can we, can we find a different word? Maybe I spit all over my mic. You deserve it, baby. You deserve it. Saying, like, you deserve it. It's powerful, gripping, and riveting evidence. What is this, a fucking like, book? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's like it's a John Grisham novel now. What do we what is this? Like you can yeah. you can you can get across the same sentiment without using the incendiary terms like that or, or the terms that are meant to I, I I know you're trying to prove a point. But when I read that, now I'm going, cool, so you're looking for attention. And it's mm-hmm. taking – you may have some very good points you're making, but all, what you've done now is poison the well for me because I'm like, cool, so you're trying to do this giant showing and get your 15 minutes of fame on social media. You want to be – you want your 15-minute or your you know top-of-the-hour slot on the news shows now. Well, yeah. that's what it just feels like. It looks like they're trying, they're trying to be theatrical for the sake of, you know – drumming up support or whatever they're like we went hard after facebook and instagram we took it right to them we said this is not okay all right what are you gonna do about the finstas you know how are you gonna stop them you know i was there i said it which is just annoying but yeah you know like i because i don't spend much time on instagram it's, it's not it doesn't mean much to me but like the more i read about this sort of stuff it's absolutely harmful and it, it, it's like you know obviously it was i think what is it uh girls age i think 11 to 16 was a, a really rough one i think it depended on the uk like 40 yeah. percent uh in the uk said they had seen images online that made them feel insecure or less confident about themselves this is right. increases to 50 percent in girls aged 17 to 21 yeah and it's like you know having a daughter you know th- that sort of stuff really makes me concerned you know, like to, yeah. to for her to have access because also apparently Instagram was was shaping up to roll out. It's it's like 13 and under like kids Instagram and kids yeah. and they've decided to halt on it, which is a good idea for the time being. Some other people, right. some other activists have called for them just to shut it down altogether because really they doesn't need to be that like it really doesn't. No. And really one of the things that stuck out to me in this is for all its theatrics, I did think it was kind of relevant as one of the senators said that, or someone said in the article that um, Facebook is a lot like big tobacco and that they know what they're creating and selling is bad and they're trying to play it off like it's not and addictive and they're trying to play it off like it's not, which is very interesting to me and um, just reinforces that makes me happy that I, um, you know, deleted my Facebook and yeah. haven't been on it and don't miss it and 
you know, makes me reinforces that I'm like, I don't want to be on Instagram. <laughs> don't really want right. to be on any of these things, to be honest with you. Like, it's just, it's, it's not that enjoyable. It's, it's more upsetting than anything just to get a peek into the mind of the average person. And the average person is fucking stupid and annoying and gross. And I'd rather be ignorance is bliss and not know what the average Joe is thinking about any particular topic and weighing in. Like, I don't care. I don't really care. And this was just an upsetting thing to me to, it, it wasn't shocking in a lot of ways. Like, you know, based on this information that this stuff is, is as it is, it's just, it's disappointing that an organization wouldn't take responsibility for what it is. I know it means that they would lose money, but it's what's the long term. It's easy for me to say that too, right? I'm not beholden to a board or investors sure. or anything like that. You know, to yeah. be like, well, I mean, you know, we're gonna have to take a hit now, guys. But in the long term, being honest is gonna be the way to go. It's like we're gonna fucking lose money here, Doug. We can't do that. Right. Like you can't fucking say that. But again, at what point does a board of investors lose its its collective soul? Like I feel like that's always the thing. You all it always comes back to someone going, well, you've got the board to think about. They've got a board of investors who need to make more money, always more money, more, 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 more money, more money. And it never is enough. And that's the, that's the, again, I, we've, we've talked ad nauseum on mic and off mic about the concept of capitalism. And I think there are some rudimentary, uh, there's some fundamentals of capitalism that I think are good, but capitalism, un, unchecked capitalism, like we have now, or what Facebook is exhibiting. Uh, you know, th this is one of the the seedy sides to it is that doesn't matter, you know, as long as our bottom line isn't affected. Uh, I don't care what we do. You know, I don't care how we harm people because we need to make more money next quarter. It's always about the next quarter profits. And that's I, I don't understand why, you know, all these people are humans. All these people have either have uh, daughters or or nieces or, you know, they're somehow related to, you know, a young, a young woman who's probably affected by this. Like how could, how, where did they lose their way? Why, why are boards of directors always so gross? I well, guess it's just question. also, you know, you know, 2018, um, you know, Facebook opened up ways to try and, and combat misinformation. And according to this whistleblowers account, they shut it down in 2020 after the election. Like they just, they right. have no interest in well, dealing with the problem. And they didn't open that up until they got pressure about it. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, they were, they weren't doing it like altruistically, like mm -mm. where they were like, we're going to be, we're going to be good about this. It was only because they were facing black backlash that they did that. Yeah. And then, yeah, then they shut it down as soon, as soon as people stopped, you know, uh, hamming and hawing about it, they were like, cool. Is it calmed down? Let's, let's fucking nix this now. I, I, Facebook is one of those organizations that I would be embarrassed to be a part of it. Like, you know, if, if I was, yeah. you know, I had a job there and I knew this stuff was going on, I would be absolutely mortified to say who I worked <clears throat> for, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, I, I, I would absolutely hate it. Yeah. And I think to, back to what the, we were ragging on the Congress people, the, the problem that I have with that is that, to your point, this is something that needs to be heard and taken seriously and language that they're using takes away from that because like, you know, as you were saying, there is, it is a big problem. And I a hundred percent agree likening it to nicotine and big tobacco because it it's fucking addictive, man. 
I I have since Instagram rolled out Reels, I have found myself getting now. There's some good stuff that I found as far as like business tips and things like that, like thought, like ways to think about something from entrepreneur accounts and funny stuff that you, me and Slotty send each other all the time. But I waste so much time. I'll get down a rabbit hole and I'll eventually I'll stop and I'll look up and I'll be like, Oh shit. Like I've been scrolling for 45 minutes and uh, mindlessly. And I don't even know I'm doing it. And I'm a 38 year old guy. Like I don't even have an awareness that I, that I got lost in this thing. Yeah. So how are you, how do you expect a child? Like it's so easy to get in there. And, and if you, if it, like, it's so easy to hook a person. And if it, it, it's twice as easy to hook a child into that kind of stuff, you keep serving them up the content they want to see, you know, and, and it's, uh, this is still something we don't understand. We've never had yes. this as a species. Like this is such a unusual phenomenon you know and and you see it at a young age right you see kids with a phone or a tablet you know at dinner time or at a meal yeah. i was at the zoo a couple months ago and i was watching a kid walk around the zoo with a fucking tablet in his hands and i was like who's allowing this to happen right like you're here to be stimulated is Put that away. Walking and looking up and yeah. walk. I'm like, fucking there's animals here, man. Like this right. is this is just it's it's bonkers to me. Learn something. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rag on parents because I have a child. We can double team Natalie. All right, sure. it's easy. We don't have to do man to man or zone coverage here with our kids. Okay. So right. I understand some of the situations you're like, listen, I'm at my wits in, fucking take this thing and just go entertain yourself for 30 minutes. Sometimes I even do that like when I'm cooking dinner and I was like, can I watch TV? I'm like, yeah, I'm cooking dinner, whatever. Go enjoy yourself for 30 minutes. Yes. And when we're done, we're done, you know, like we'll, we'll get off of there. Um, but also sometimes I say, no, I think you're good. Why don't you go draw or do something like find something else to entertain yourself. And she still does it. So it's, you know, I get that to some degree. Like sometimes you just be like fucking entertain yourself. Like just, yes. but do that. But I, it's got, it's like screen time is a, is a real concern of mine. Because of things like this, like we, we originally let Natalie get on the iPad and watch, you know, uh, YouTube for kids, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, man, there was some weird shit on there and it wasn't like, well, you, it wasn't gross, you know, they, cause it yeah. was posts like, you know, whatever the, I was gonna say they went through their whole thing too. They're, they're yeah. yeah. And, but it, some of the stuff was just weird and bizarre. Yeah. And I was like, and Natalie got to the point where she's like, can I, can I watch the iPad? Can I watch the iPad? And she was like. Like jonesing like little, for like, it, heroin at like scratching for it, and yeah. we were just like, no, we shut it down, and I'm so glad we did that. So now it's like we take the iPad with us on road trips, so she can play some games on there or watch movies, but we don't have any of those video apps on there or anything like that. And and I want to slowly expose her to those kinds of things because I'm not going to shield her from it because it's impossible to. She will have it, right. But well, and I do think that there's an element too that's important for her to be aware of it from just a pure social aspect because you don't also want her to be that kid that goes to school and be like, I've never heard of any of this. And then she's the social outcast. And yeah. there's a there's a, a line to walk with it where you need her to be aware of of pop things in the in the in the cultural, you know, lexicon or whatever. Of course, I want her to be aware of it, but I also want to teach her like, hey, what you're gonna see on here is not necessarily real. Okay, this right. is not how life is. For for a very crass comparison, it's like if you watch porn, that's not what sex is. All right. Porn 
for the most part although nowadays there's a lot of amateur stuff or whatever but most part when you watch like a professional porn it's fake all right Wait, what there's not that's it's it's kind of a bad way to learn about sex because it, you start getting turned on to things that you think are real but they're not it's not how people do things people don't get yeah. in those positions most of those positions are there so that they can film the intercourse in the best way possible i don't understand what you're saying man none of I that know. lines up to my experience when a man loves a woman and has and there's and there's money involved uh <laughs> <laughs> um it's one of those things where you know just I understood that early on. I was like, this is not what sex is. But I knew kids in my grade who didn't get that, who were shoving three fingers in a girl um, because they thought that's what, you know, uh-oh. What's wrong? I think I froze. Oh, yeah, you did freeze. Oh, no. I can hear you, but... Oh, okay, there we back. go. Yay. Nope, you're frozen again. I'm back, I think. I think I'm back now, on my now end. Now you're back. Yay. But what I was saying is like, I knew, I knew a guy in particular who was like putting three fingers in a girl because he saw it on a porn. Like, just... It's like, dude, that's not how this works. Like, that's not okay. Like, and being able to, some people have smaller fingers than me. <laughs> Fair enough, Jared. Look, man, teach their own. Yeah, but to do that without asking and just being like, you know, that's also the guy was just an asshole. But, um, well. you know, the idea of the perfect body image, right? Like, I, I've heard more. Like, it's always been there with women, 100%. And I'm in no way, in no way, shape, or form downplaying that. But I've also heard a lot more about it from men, how they've had body dysmorphia because yeah. of what they've seen, how they see themselves, how they see other, other people. Like, I go to the gym, humble brag, and when I do, I see, I see some dudes that are jacked. And I'm like, wow, yeah. that guy looks awesome. He's in great shape. I see some women that are in great shape. Um, and you know, a part of it can really sink in. I was like, ah, oh, man, I kind of wish I had, you know, some bigger arms or some, you know, some bigger pecs, or I yeah. wish I was lifting that much weight or whatever, like that, that stuff can, can creep in. And I just tell myself I'm in a good spot. Self-comments wise to be like, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm doing great. Like, right. I'm doing right. really well. And if I see someone in there who's overweight, my first thought is like, you're in the right spot, pal. You're, you're in here oh, yeah you're moving absolutely. along good for you i'm proud of you this you're is where you should be journey. yeah it's absolutely where it should be um but that stuff exists for men yeah. as well and it's just you, you said this a long time ago you heard a quote that says you're the internet shows you everyone's what is it ace you're com you're you, comparing uh your behind the scenes to everyone else's sizzle reel yeah exactly yeah. and you're seeing airbrushed stuff you're seeing filters put on you're seeing all yeah. these things and it's not healthy it's not yeah. the real world and i can i can't fathom what it would be like to be a teenager a teenage girl yeah who's online following her their her friends her idols you know the people she looks up to her role models and just seeing all this stuff and then comparing herself to that and what that would do to them, yeah. you know, to, to, well, to be I mean, like, that's, this is someone who sought after all the kids in my class, like this person, this is what they look like. I look nothing like that. Right. What is my worth? And they don't have the ability to understand. Hopefully they will. Like, hopefully they'll be mature enough to be like, my worth is not caught up in an Instagram post or the way that I look, but it's, it's, it's a very treacherous minefield. To, tr to go with, through 
when we were growing up, that was, I mean, it, it, again, it's always been there from like, you know, fifties on, you know, it's always, it has been there, but it's been in magazines. It's been on TV. It's been in commercials and on move in movies. And people for a long time have talked about that. Like, you know, the, the beauty industry has set up standards to make women feel less than, or, or, or to make men feel, but it's mostly targeted at women for sure, or historically has been, but when we were growing up, you know, it's always been there. But what we and our peers had to contend with was magazines, was TV, was things like that. Now it is, and you had to you had to kind of seek that out. Now it is effortlessly in front of your face, and it is endless. You know, it's not just how many magazines are on this magazine rack, or let me flip on one channel on TV and I see this thing. It is just this endless scroll that is effortless to get to. And it's always in front of you. It's always there yeah. and it never goes away. And so it's, you are, you take that, you, t you take that historic, you know, bombardment of these images and now you just ratchet it up to 11. And that's what people have. To, that's what these kids are having to deal with nowadays. Yeah. Itoy and Saudi had some good points here. Itoy says, I don't think it's fair to say it's the company's intent for the algorithms to promote harmful content on purpose. Machine learning algorithms create models based on the data it's it's fed. If trends, if trends suggest harmful posts, it's not an evil design purpose. It's just the product of math. You want to fix the curated content, but people back in charge of identifying the metrics, it's it's people basically and, and, and not the bots. And then, I would argue that what he's saying is that math is the problem. I you and know math what is evil. I think you're right. Math is added again, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. And Slotty responded with the algorithms aren't evil. I think when the company recognizes what the algorithms are doing and what they're serving up and say well, this helps sell ad space. So even though we have data that says this is having a negative effect on people, we're going to keep doing it. That's the part that makes the actions of the company evil or at least evil adjacent. And, you know, that's, again, I feel like the tobacco comparison is really apt in the idea that tobacco companies knowing that, hey, your product really affects people and their health yeah. and makes them sick. And for you to be like, Hey, check out this new commercial. Check out right. the Marble Man. Isn't he cool? You know, right. like to this, the idea of like, well, if we admit this, then we're in trouble as an organization. And that means right. less money. I mean, that's where, I mean, I can't imagine what it, well, let's put ourselves in the situation. What if sure. by creating this podcast, let's imagine theater of the mind that yeah. we have an amazing two East eighth is exploded. It's this production company it's doing all this sort of stuff. We have a podcast network and we realize that everything, a significant portion of what we're creating is causing harm to people. Sure. Let's say that whatever we're doing is inspiring violence amongst okay. people. And by them sure. listening there, they feel inspired. And there's research that proves that by us creating our stuff, it's creating, it's, it's creating harmful effects. People are hurting each other over yeah. it. And this is what we want, right? We wanted to quit our day jobs. We wanted to be creative. We want to be able to build our stuff. And we're huge. We're big. And all of a sudden, we, we get this knowledge. I mean, I would imagine I would have pause to be like, well, what are we supposed to do? Just shut it down? You know? Right. Well, I think, uh, yes, I agree. And that, like, that, you know, when you put yourself in the situation, it's it's a lot tougher. And we're also thinking of it in the sense that, you know, in this scenario, at least I'm thinking it's 
you know, you, me, Drew, like it's a very small group of people who know each other quite well that we could probably have a very easy conversation and pivot on this. Like now put a whole bunch of strangers in charge of the company. Yeah. I think that's probably in my mind, that's where I think a lot of the issue comes in because if it were just, if it were us that were had had a podcast network or, you know, anything in the scenario that you've, that you've built up there, I would think that, you know, we would cease production on whatever was harmful and then try to uh, spin up production on something that countered that, you know, and actually that, that maybe tried to turn the tides back the other way. But if you put a whole group of people, strangers in charge of it and go, what do you guys think? And they have no real, no real skin in the game other than a bottom line. Like we have a creative, creative skin in the game. They would just have dollars invested. And I, I feel like that's where the issue comes in. Yeah. I mean, cause if we had a company that was 5,000 employees, you know, it wouldn't just be the three of us making decisions, you know, right. like there would be a lot more complicated things that take place. Yeah. If it was just the three of us, we'd be like, yeah, that sucked. Uh, we shouldn't be doing it. We could pivot so much quicker. Yes. But the nature of the beast, I mean, this is this is something that makes an ass load of money. You know, right. it's it's in, it's ingrained in society. And it's one of those things where it's doing harm and we don't understand it. We still don't right. understand it. I think two decades from now, from from now, we still won't understand it. It's weird. No, likely not. Yeah. It's a weird, unnatural thing that right. we've created and instituted into our lives that people are addicted to. I mean, th there was an outage yesterday at the time right. of recording this and people were losing their fucking minds. Facebook and Instagram went down. It was right. just like, I didn't know. I, didn't, I was like, I kept seeing shit on Twitter, which I thought was funny that Twitter was posting about it. Cause like Twitter's still up. Um, <laughs> but I was like, who gives well, a shit? I'm not on either of those, you know? Right. And all of that, it's like, was it really bad for the day? You know, right. for you to well, not I be on there. I jumped on Instagram and it kept saying can't connect to network or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I restarted it like two times or tried to do something. And then I was like, all right. And I just put it down, which I was happy about because once I heard about everything that was happening, I, I breathed a sigh of relief because I was reading these stories about people who were freaking out and who were like, <laughs> who I'd either their, their brand is posting and they're losing money or, they're just so addicted to it. I'm like, thank God I'm not to, I'm addicted, but not to that level. Thank, right. like, thank God. Cause I can't imagine if my afternoon would have been wrecked because Instagram was down or Facebook was down. That would, that would make me upon realization of that. I feel like that would make me extremely depressed to, yeah. to learn that I was that addicted to it. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like what, what, what it's done, people have always, lusted after fame and lusted after approval. And before this was ever even a concept, you know, people wanted to be known. People wanted, have wanted to become famous and they've looked at celebrity and they've gone, wow. And they've been, they've revered them. We've given people now the ability to, if the, if the masses say that you're worthwhile, boom, you're now a celebrity and everyone is vying for that. And everyone is, 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 is craving that, you know, when we post something, you know, I'll post it. And then if, and you know, we're with Twitter, I get an alert every time someone retweets or likes something. And there's a little part of me that gets excited when I hear that noise. Cause I'm like, Oh, validation for the thing we posted. And I've often have to check myself and I go, look, 
put it down, turn notifications off, whatever. Check it this afternoon. You know, when you when you log in, it'll be great. Like if you've got 20 likes or whatever, how cool will it be to see all 20? You don't need to see them as they come in. That's great. Just put it down. And I have to keep checking myself because, you know, I fully have have gotten lost in that, in that uh, basically it's like, what do they call it um, in video games when you, uh, when you grind, is it grinding? Yeah. When you, when you go for the, yeah, it's basically like you're grinding for likes, mm-hmm. which I don't like that phrasing, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Grind for the likes. Mm. Let me tell you about like grinding. Yeah. It's very similar to jump humping. Only it's all virtual, baby. Oh yeah. Uh, Soak for yeah. likes. Soak for likes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that like, again, they know, and, and it's not just Instagram in fairness that it like TikTok, Facebook, which owns Instagram, but TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, like all these, all of these things, all of them are designed to keep people on for as long as possible. So mm-hmm. Instagram by way of Facebook, Facebook being probably the worst of all of them and Instagram by proxy they're yes, they're, they're kind of catching it right now, but like, let's make no mistake. All of these companies are equally as, as culpable for, for creating addictive platforms. They all know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Itoy has a good point. He says social media conglomerates need regulation. I'm not a big fan or I'm not big on government control in the tech industry, but I agree they need to be responsible for how they're manipulating content for audiences, especially when children are involved. And I, I'm the same way. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I get a little nervous with some sort of regulation, but when it comes to stuff like this, it's something we don't understand and we don't we don't understand its effects. Like I'd rather right. have some sort of regulative, you know, body taking a look at it. Now, if you want to argue whether or not the government's the right fit for that, that's we can have that discussion. We can have that discussion. This is the same organization that couldn't get a healthcare website running. So, you know, it is what it is, but I right. feel like there at least needs to be some sort of action in place to be like, Hey, this is happening to a lot of people. You're responsible. You're doing business within our country. We need to sit down and talk about the rules. Cause right now there yes. aren't rules. And, um, yeah. you know, it's just, I don't know that stuff. Just, it, it makes me more and more nervous. Just, you know, I, I keep telling myself, Oh, Natalie's only five. Right. Soon she'll be older. You know, I watched, you know, I see kids walking to school these days. I don't know how old they are. They seem pretty young and they've got phones. It's like, mm-hmm. when should she get a phone? You know, yeah. and basically at that point, she's going to have access to the right. entire Internet. And I right. And I, I'm not one. I never did like the idea of like, you know, you got to get her a jitterbug, man. <laughs> nice. What is right. it like the 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 net nanny or whatever it was like the 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 thing that you put in that would block certain things or whatever. And I mean, to certain yeah. extent, if she's eight and has a phone, I would like to put something in place so she's not looking at porn. You know, yeah. I well, would, the thing, yeah, you can, you can install apps that then you can monitor yeah. and shut the phone down remotely from yours. And yeah. you can, there's a whole bunch of shit you can do. I really don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to be the mod for her content, but it's like, you know, I, I want, I want to give her the freedom to explore the world, but with context. Yes. Just like I think you Absolutely. and I were talking about like watching movies like on our production meeting last night. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
I was watching The Matrix, I think, the other, and she walked in. I'm like, go away. Can't come. Dad's watching this movie. And you were go like, go away. You're like, is The Matrix that bad? I was like, yeah. it's an R-rated movie, you know, and there's there's I, violence. I about that. Yeah. There's gunfights. There's there's just a whole bunch of stuff that it's like she doesn't understand the context for the violence. And that's what yeah. I don't want. Because if you just watch people hurting each other and they're shooting guns and Machines, machines. Machine. Whoa, wait, I got that. I forgot it. Machines. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, eradicate humans, and you don't even understand yeah. that what this is. I mean, she she's pretty good about saying, like, oh, well, this is this is pretend, it's but it's still you don't understand the context right. for the vehicle of this stuff of why this is happening. Like, I don't want her to watch it. Right. Because if she's eight years old and she understands some of the more complex natures of the stuff i'm all for it i'm like yeah let's sit down let's watch something together because i know you can handle it but if you can't then it's just like let's just not let's just not do that it's gonna you're gonna have the bad repercussions you know yeah i when i was when i remember when we i was 13 years old and my my friend jonathan from down the street we were best friends and we were 13th birthday and his parents were like let's take you guys to see con air (laughs) and in hindsight, I don't think I was mature enough to handle that movie. At the time, I was like, oh, this is so cool. We're going to fucking see an R-rated movie. This is so cool. And, you know, like Steve Buscemi's a pedophile in that. There's, you know, there <laughs> people just getting fucking fucked up on a plane. And a uh, <laughs> lot, of, lot of swears, a lot of, you yeah. know. There's a, there's a whole mess of stuff in that movie that, in hindsight, I'm like, you know what? Some 13-year-olds, maybe. I yeah. would argue most. No, they, they're probably not ready for that. Well, it's funny because I remember there was a famous issue in my family where my dad was going to take my brother to see Terminator 2. Okay. And at the last minute, he decided not to. He had something. He was like, I just don't think I don't think you're ready for this. And my brother held a grudge against him for a long time about that. He was like, God damn it. Because my brother had a friend who'd go hang out with him. They would watch fucking r-rated action movies all the time he would tell sure. me he, he described the plot of alien aliens like all this because they would just go and fucking watch it i'm like they were yeah. not old enough to be watching this shit but they did and he was just like kind of in that mode and he's fine everything's okay but it's like i there's different stages at different times where you can go and watch this stuff and it will have in fact when you're that age you want to see it because it's forbidden it's forbidden fruit. absolutely you know you're like oh yeah i want to go see this movie it's r-rated i'm not supposed to be here i'm not it's like getting in you know the first time you get into a bar or whatever and you're underage or whatever you're like i'm not supposed to be here this is so cool you know yeah or going to the liquor store and you're like i'm in the liquor party you know i'm not supposed to be here this is so cool i remember i remember when i was uh 17 16 or 17 and i was i went and and talked my way into buying cigarettes for the first time and i'm like i'm not supposed to have these this is so cool right it's just and it's cool it's really not. You look back no. on it, it, but but it was just the idea, the experience of like I'm doing something I'm not supposed to. Absolutely. And that temptation's always going to be there. And I just I yeah. that's why I'm, I like that I'm having these conversations with Natalie now. The, even Absolutely. the things like what's a funeral and why does Doctor Strange keep trying to bring his wife back from the dead? Like these are, I want to encourage these conversations and having these things so that we can talk about it. So that as this stuff comes up, I'm hoping. I will build up. I have built up enough trust that she'll come talk to me and be curious yeah. and ask questions. And I like to think that I haven't been judgmental in my responses and that I've been pretty just even keeled so that hopefully she will feel like it's a safe space to ask because I want her to ask me about porn. 
weird thing for a dad to say about his daughter but sure. i want her to feel comfortable out of context yeah. right yeah it's like i i want her to be able to come up and be like dad i i saw i saw porn the other day and i feel weird about it i was like well let's talk about it like what did you see what you know whatever I'm, I'm hoping that'll be the case i probably not knowing how right. kids are whatever who knows i don't know I, I know some kids that supposedly have a pretty open relationship with their parents like i'm hoping right. that will be the case yeah, you're hoping that you have uh, an open and trusting enough relationship where there's really no topic that's off limits that you can have an honest and mm -hmm. and healthy conversation about anything and everything should she need to process or help process something i have a an issue with asking questions because i hate feeling stupid that's a real flaw of mine is i don't sure. like feeling dumb so because of that sometimes i'm hesitant to ask questions or ask for help because i don't want to appear stupid and i'm sure. trying to who knows if i'm going to overcorrect with her but i don't want her to feel dumb when she asks a question right so like when she was asking these questions i really like that's a really good question i'm glad you're being curious mm -hmm. ask some more because i want right. to be able to answer those questions for you questions are a good thing yes it means yeah. you're curious and i want to you know having that and you know that's 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 my goal is just to be like, you know, if something comes up or if she finally asks, how come these people are always out in front of this doctor's clinic with these stupid signs uh, about abortion? I'm like, listen, well, mom and dad go. don't like these people. Right. But this is their right to be able to do this. They think right. one thing. We think another. This is where they are. I mean, I told right. you about how she said, dad, what's that building? Is that a library? I'm like, no, it's a church. What's a church? I'm like, well, you know. Kind of, how do I explain religion to a five-year-old? You know, it's... And in, also through your extreme bias. And that's why I try to be fair with it. I try to be fair with it. Like, some people believe things. I go, mom and dad don't. Right. It's like, whatever. They, they have the ability, they have the freedom to, to, to think and feel that way. We don't practice that. We don't want to have anything to do with it, but Natalie, that's fine for like them. you like spaghetti? Yeah, right? Do you like the monsters? dog? <laughs> do you like flying spaghetti monsters? There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. the, the the one thing I will say, uh, just to kind of put a, a button on the end of this uh, in social media conversation, is the one thing that I, I like is that there are some influencers that I've seen uh, posting, typically ones that have more to do with fitness or body image or lifestyle, those kind of influencers. They've been posting uh, live action reels of uh, Instagram versus real life. And so they'll show like, this is what it looks like, you know, when I've, when I get out of the gym and I just had a, a good pump and I'm in the right light and this and this, and when I'm standing this way and then they'll move and like they'll, they'll relax and they'll show like, look, I have a belly or my shoulders roll forward or I know I have a double, like they'll show, you know, what, what does it look like when I'm just in my bedroom at home versus when I'm in the gym, fresh pump, good light, I'm sweating. I like, and so I, I would love to see more influencers take over the platform in that way and try to, that's the, that's the one cool thing about, I, I think these, the communities are in social media is that sometimes you'll get a good group that's like, cool, we're going to course correct because we like this platform enough to try to turn, what uh, if the company's not going to intervene, we're going to try to course correct for, for everyone else. And I think it's kind of it's cool to watch people come together like that. 
I agree. I think that's cool because that's such an important thing is, man, you and Drew know this better than most camera. There's camera tricks, man. Like there's all sorts of stuff you can do. Oh, yeah. That'll, you know, uh, I mean, you guys have written blogs on the best way to, yeah. you know, have your camera and your setup for Zoom, you know, so you right. look professional and, and Which, things like that. I'm doing none of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like, you know, one of those things, like if, if you have a low angle looking up at you, that's a terrible right. angle. That's never, that's yes. not good for anybody. Like no. to be like, hi, it's just, it doesn't, it's not a flattering angle. So Absolutely, yeah. just in, like you said, lighting, so important is key. It is yeah. so important. I learned that just from my setup, like just yeah. getting any lights to start with. To slowly upgrading the lights to be like, oh wow, and I'm blown away. I did that the other day when Natalie came in here, and we just had the camera on with this shitty ring light that's on it. She's yeah. like, oh, I go watch this. We'll do this one step at a time. Turned on these lights. I go a little better, right? She goes, yeah. I go check this out. Turn on the purple lights. I go now. Let's turn on the lightsaber light. And she, I go look at us now on the screen. I go, isn't that amazing? How all yeah. of these things come together and make you look that much better. It's just, yeah, it's. It's very easy to get lost in in those sorts of things. And it does make me feel good to hear people that people are like, hey, look, this is the behind the scenes behind all of this. Like this is right. there's there's a lot like Chris Hemsworth works his ass off, you know, to take his shirt off in a film. And guess what? Right before he goes on screen, he's doing push ups. Right. He's doing sit ups. He's he, probably he's, yeah. got some dumbbells over there. He's. He's walking out there. He didn't just wake up and walk out like, hey, he's probably also been dehydrating right. himself. He's yeah, been, you know, yeah. just to get all no, that water weight off, you know. Let's be clear. When Chris Hemsworth, when Chris Hemsworth walks on set, if he were to wake up, he would look better than anyone on set. Mm -hmm. But he wouldn't look Thor ready. Yeah. When he's yeah. ready, about ready to go on screen, they're spritzing him down with a water right. bottle. And exactly. yeah, he's... There's a lot of magic happening. There's there. a lot going on there. And he lives a life of working out, nutrition, yeah. and all sorts of things. So like that's that's what's... It's like anything else. There's a lot that goes into that sort of stuff that a lot of people don't understand the ins and outs. The more information they have, the better. And the better it is, you know, we don't have Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, that's really what the moral of the story is. There is one thing, though, that if we were to do, and it got mentioned in the chat, if we were to do, and it, it, it ended up having a negative effect on people, I wouldn't quit it. I would never take it away because it's just too important. Welcome to the Throwdown. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. To the point in the show known as the throwdown oh boy um oh boy the council has been added again and this oh. one is gonna be good Ooh. i am excited for this she look at this all right wow okay give me two seconds i just need to open these up and you ready i'm ready this week's throwdown is Shrek, specifically from Shrek the Third, interesting choice, versus James P. Sully Sullivan from Monsters University. Wait, Monsters University or Monsters Incorporated? Right. Because there's a big difference. You, you were so specific. About, well, I, they said from Monsters University. But the link is Monsters Inc., so whatever. I'll go back around. It? I'll go back around. Because I feel like he's more powerful. 
as an adult, but whatever. Anyway, so. So are we switching over to Monsters University? I guess so, based on what okay. they said, so. Cool. Monsters University and Shrek from, why Shrek the third? I haven't seen that one, so. Shrek, original DreamWorks, Katobi Shrek. Okay, I'm just going to, whatever it defaulted to, that's the Katobi Shrek. All right, you want, I'll do Shrek. Or do you want to do yeah. Sully? Which is really that's, the exact same thing. That's what you just <laughs> have at it, buddy. Have at Trek. All right. So his tier is 9B, which at this point, we still don't know what that means. Um, but I like that we use it every time. Yeah, he's an ogre. He has superhuman physical characteristics. Toon, uh-oh, Toon Force. That's a huge... Again, he could... So that's huge that in his favor. That's physics breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. It's animaniacs rules. Stealth mastery, social influencing. Does he really have stealth mastery? I don't know. Uh, poison manipulation. His farts are infamous for being toxic to the point where they can kill animals. Shrek has stated that Donkey would have died if he smelled it. I feel like he was just being hyperbolic. I don't know if that's actual true. Fragrance manipulation, air manipulation. His parts are his farts are powerful enough to put out fires. Oh my god, guys! I, I, I whenever I read these, I'm like, someone wrote this out and put right. links to this. Sound manipulation, enhanced senses. Uh, someone someone didn't spend time with their family so they could write this out. Yeah. He has fourth wall awareness. So uh, it's funny because they find like these little things that, that become like canon, you know? Yeah. Pain tolerance, resistances, blah, blah, blah. His farts. God, they keep saying his farts are strong enough to put out fire. We got it. Poison can withstand its own farts. Jesus, guys. Come on. He ate a fish that was poisoned by his flatulence, and he didn't suffer any. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. All right. So he's his attack potency's wall level. He can easily break metal doors, smash wooden structures. Uh, he hit a, a ship with a champagne bottle so hard it ended up sinking. Right. Tune. Tune stuff. He yep. successfully outran a dragon, kept up with donkey, and eventually caught him. Motivated adult donkeys can run up to 40 miles per hour. motivated <sighs> adult donkeys all right the ones who have good coaches behind them like all right Hulk. so he's class 10 lifting strength he's much stronger than puss in boots well that's good to know who could wrestle bulls as a kid wait uh, puss in boots wrestled bulls yeah i guess so he can uproot trees right and now? pick up large metal gates his striking strength is wall class easily breaks doors whatever durability is wall level can survive his own blows well that's good uh stamina blow himself and it survives <laughs> very yeah. high uh range melee stand equipment intelligence above average oh really? okay he's an expert wrestler and defeat a horde of trained armored knights yeah weaknesses he has a short temper tends to fool around uh all right whatever okay pretty 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 powerful pretty powerful all right. dude all right take us through so, silly all right james p sullivan the third uh at least tier 9b there you go. Um, he at this point he's 18 years old in Monsters University. Um, he's middle aged by Monsters Inc. So again, we've got someone who's 18 going up against someone who's 30 or 40 is what it says. So mm -hmm. there's something there. Uh, <clears throat> powers and abilities: superhuman physical characteristics, fear manipulation, uh, enhanced senses, natural weaponry. Fourth wall awareness as well. Uh, vibration 
vibration manipulation once gave off a roar so massive that, that it shook a total uh, of two scaring simulators. Some degree of martial arts, uh, weapons proficiency, resistance to cold temperatures and snow. He was stranded in the Himalayas for numerous hours and returned to the monster's world with no severe effects. Um, and uh, I was going to make a joke, but it was very not good. Uh, stealth mastery. Uh, I think his yeah, stealth mastery. I, I agree is with his. Far more. Yeah, I would say he definitely could sneak. Uh, attack potency, at least wall level, is strong enough to rip off giant mechanical doors, can rip pipes off the wall, bend them with ease, can twist giant machines off its hinges. Speed, likely superhuman. He's outrun numerous security guards and police officers who are all likely at or around peak level, kept up with a bus. Um, lifting strength is superhuman. Uh, striking strength, wall class. Durability, wall class. Stamina, high. While working out, Sully shows no signs of fatigue and can run far distances without getting tired. He's got extended melee range, possibly higher with his roar. No equipment. He's above average intelligence, although he's usually slacked around in school and his grade uh, performance wasn't that great. Um, he's a very tactical scarer, though. Um, Adequate workout techniques, decent combatant. Weakness, he's a bit arrogant. All right, so we've and got we've got chat blowing up here. Uh, All right. Uh, J Jared and Noah both want to know when these characters break the fourth wall. I think the one with Sully is extremely suspect. They have a link. I just, says... I watched it on, it was, it was, okay. it says Happy Holidays from Monsters, Inc. It's from Cinemark and like, Sully and Mike Wazowski are like addressing the crowd from like the ad, which I think is all right horseshit. And then Shrek apparently um, noticed the camera and covered it when he was about to kiss Fiona at the end of the first movie. Okay. So yeah, that's true. So there is that. Uh, Jared makes a good point. Shrek does sneak up on the 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 guys that are hunting him in the first movie in the in the intro. Um, yeah, but we're talking about Shrek the Third here. Yeah, which for some reason, which I haven't seen, and I don't know where it differentiates from anything else on here. But you know, um, Etoy says uh, Sully can't scare Shrek. Nothing can scare Shrek. I'd say they're pretty fair matched in strength. Shrek poison farts Sully. <laughs> Match ended. Done. Um, I, I as much as I want to go with Sully, I think I have to lean towards Shrek on this one because Sully isn't designed to do harm whereas as okay. an ogre shrek talks about the things that he's done and arguably would have would have killed and maimed i mean he's fought knights trained knights he and dragons yeah. and things of that nature like he has the i think the lethal nature as an ogre it sounds like he has been ostracized from society in a way that has given him the the killer be killed mentality you know he's a grumpy ogre for a reason because people don't right. like him he doesn't like them and people are genuinely scared of him and i agree i don't think sully's gonna scare him and sully is in his heart a good guy doing a blue collar job of scaring people and right. even when he's in college it's just like he just wants to be a scare like he's not there to actually do combat not say that he couldn't he seems pretty decent but i think I think Shrek is Shrek is going to to overpower him. 
I'll say that Shre- I do think that Sully could scare Shrek because Shrek Sully is a trained scarer. He is he specializes in scaring and he's tactical with it too. So I I scares, disagree. He scares children. He scares children and I I it's been a while since I've seen the movies but I do feel like do they not I thought they did a whole scare montage where they were scaring a bunch of different entities, like other monsters and adults and ch- like, were they not? Is that, did I make that up? Either way, mm. let me put it that he still is trained to scare. He's but no, but say- his whole thing, his whole background was he was trained. He went to monsters university. He learned in school specifically how to train kids, particularly with different fears. Like if a kid is is scared of thunder, they know how to approach the situation to get the absolute most scare of that child to generate that scream to get the energy. It says right here, powers and abilities, fear manipulation can easily intimidate human adults or even other monsters. In Monsters University, he does scare adults, but I don't know. Do they see him? Maybe they do. It says even other monsters. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Not that it has any bearing yeah. on the fight. That's true. I do. I we're do getting think lost in he, semantics. <laughs> yes, I do think that he could. Uh, he could give Shrek quite a fright. But I agree wholeheartedly. Shrek is a scrapper. He is. He's. A, he's a bare knuckle forest brawler, and he's put down knights. He's fought dragons. He has had adventures. Sully scares in order to fill up containers with screams and or laughter. Mm-hmm. that's really at the end of the day what he does so yeah while if he's put into a corner i'm sure sully could defend himself he's big he's got claws sully civilized strong. He, but he's civilized shrek is just uh you don't you don't fuck with him right shrek he's lives like, yeah. in a, his own self-made hovel in the swamp right like sully lives in an air-conditioned building with his best friend you know with electricity like he lives the good life shrek is a guy who's grown to hate humanity and other creatures. And I don't know, man. Have you, have you seen snatch? No. Okay. Uh, Brad Pitt is uh, like a Irish bare knuckle brawler who lives out in the swamp. Like he's just kind of, that's Shrek. Like Mm -hmm. he's, he's the kind of guy that's like, yeah, I'll get into a fight. I don't give a shit. And I live in the swamp. I don't care. I I travel around. That's what I do. All right. Uh, Sully has gone to what? Oh, Noah says that's the movie-specific argument. Shrek is a dad and three laid back and a bit more domesticated. Okay. Okay, but at the same time, he's still got that instinct. He knows where he came from. You can take the ogre out of the swamp, but you can't take the swamp out of the ogre. Yeah, exactly. Jared says Shrek wipes his arse with toilet paper, still uses a bidet. Yeah, I think you're right. Sure, there we go. Um, it, either way, Shrek has the history. I don't think Sully has the history to keep up with what Shrek can do. Sully would put up a good fight, but at the end, I think, I think we know who's taking this one. Yeah, it's Shrek. <laughs> can you imagine getting shit out of that fur? No, sir. No, sir. I can't. Slotty, who do you think you're talking to? Right. Two relatively hairy individuals. It's true. That's why you'd have to use a bidet. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. That was a fun one. This was good. Thank you, as always, to uh, to to the council for putting these together. They're always good. They make us think. It's it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, all right. I'm just catching up now on some of the ones I didn't see. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so we've got uh, stuff to recommend this week. Justin, what's what's on your plate, your platter? Well, uh, on my platter is a little bit of Ted Lasso. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. You've probably never heard me talk about it, but it's a very good show, and I think you should watch it on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, if you're not going to watch that right away and you're going to wait, which is totally fair, still watch it. You can watch the documentary Count Me In. It's on Netflix. It is uh, all about drumming. Ooh. And they've got some really, they've got some famous drummers, some that you may never heard of, but uh, they just bring a bunch of musicians together and they talk about the history of drumming, how each of them got into it. Some of the more famous ones include uh, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers. Uh, I can't remember his name, but the drummer from Iron Maiden, um, Taylor Hawken from uh, Foo Fighters. And then they've got, uh, there's, there's just, there's a bunch of them. And a lot of them that I was like, oh, I know the band, don't know the individual person's name. Um, but it's just really cool. And it made me remember that before, when I originally got into music, I wanted so badly to be a drummer. Me too. I wanted a drum set so fucking bad. And my mom and dad, even though they were divorced, they were like, we don't want to have to deal with drum sets. So they agreed they came together on something and they were like, let's talk them into guitar because that's a lot easier to turn down. That's a lot easier to store, to travel with. And so by default, uh, I was a guitar player, but uh, I still have that that soul of a drummer inside of me. And this spoke to it in a very big way. So it was, it was a fun documentary. Uh, it wasn't too long and it was fun. And then if you like music, I would say check it out. That's awesome. That's a really cool recommendation. I'll have to check that out. Um, I I'm only halfway through, uh, but I'm really enjoying squid game right now. It's, it's the hot new thing on Netflix. Dude, everyone, everyone is talking about this now. Like the tonight show is doing jokes and references about it and TikTok, Like it's everywhere. Yeah. I, I can't, I like, as soon as you started telling me that you were watching it, I started seeing it everywhere. Well, Noah was raving about it and I was like, all right. And I watched like the first episode, the second episode. And I'm just like, it's such a compelling show and I just it's just it 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 builds tension and makes me feel uncomfortable but in a good way where I'm just like oh god what's gonna happen it's just it's such I don't know man the the mechanics and the writing are strong it's shot very well and I I don't know man it's it's a great I don't want to say much else about it like as far as plot wise because I don't know I didn't know much going in and I've, I've just very much enjoyed it made the mistake of watching like it until you know a little bit before we went live which put me in a weird mental state so i don't recommend doing anything (laughs) like that but uh, i'm really really enjoying i think i'm about halfway through episode five or six right now so i think there's only nine episodes so i'm very i'm deep into it and i'm very much enjoying it so i would definitely recommend that so far i'll give you my final verdict once i'm finished but definitely check that out the one thing i want you to to tell everyone listening to is what you told me the other night about because my my fear was i was like i've seen it i've seen the hunger games i've seen these type of things i don't or the i've seen saw game with you know yeah, i've seen saw i've seen these things and you 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 assured me it was not that yeah essentially the concept of the show is a bunch of people volunteer to play a game to win a lot of money um the games turn violent they're not fully aware what it means. Um, so that in the sense is like, oh, cool. Yeah, right. It's Hunger Games. It is so much more than that. Um, it 
it really they do such a good job with the characters that you you're rooting for everyone and you know not everyone can win like it's just it can't it can't happen and it's more of a commentary on life and the nuances it's it's a korean show that is and i tell you man the koreans fucking know how to make a powerful show dude it is so good and so compelling and there's layers to it like an onion and i see what it's extremely well done and i don't know man i i just i'm a big fan of it and i can't wait to see how the season ends and um at the same time i'm sitting there just being like there's some brutal elements to it but it's not overly gory if that makes sense yes there's some blood yes there's some violence but it's not like oh you get to go in the meat grinder like it's just you know it's not saw it's what you're saying it's not hostile it's not any of those things that are like the torture porn where it's excessively gross it is violent it's unsettling and there's moments that like the violence actually is key to the environment of you know I, again, I don't want to give anything away, but like did, yeah, th- there's violence it, yeah. happening and it, it enhances the scene because of what's happening. And it, you find yourself just being like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's it's a good thing. Like, it, it's it's so, so good, man. But um, yeah, I, I recommend it so far. I, I, I want to finish it and give it my final verdict, but I'd say definitely check it out right now. I think it's uh, it's it's pretty hot and happening. So boom, there you go. And that's on Netflix for anyone. Netflix, correct. You know what else is hot and happening? Our social media. Our social media, baby. All our social media. Go go on to social media to follow us now. Follow us on Twitter. That's all I'm gonna say. But if you have to, we are on Instagram and Facebook. We are also on YouTube. We have our own channel there. Uh, where we post our full episodes as well as highlights from our shows and our Twitch streams. Please check us out on any of those. Like, follow, all that good stuff. You can email us, mindgappodcast at gmail.com. And please check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast, where we do our live streams for our podcast Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central and typically our video game streams on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Although this weekend I will be hopefully streaming on Sunday at 8 p.m. Central time. So please come hang out. We love having you be here, be part of the show. It's it just makes the, everything all the better for it. And Justin exists online as well. That's right. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M I K E L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Samsung's new thing, Podbean, all the places. Share, subscribe, rate, review. The big one for us is sharing. Just copy the link and send it out to your people and say, hey, I think you dig this. It goes a long way. Personal recommendations go a very very long way and then two slash mind gap and then just keep an eye on all of two states social stuff yeah it's good stuff um well this was fun as always justin getting to catch up with you is uh, a true joy in my life tuesday and is one of my favorite days of the week buddy yeah amen to that amen to that uh <laughs> so to that i say justin thank you douglas thank you twitch thank you listeners thank you and you all have a dandy fucking week Mind Gap Podcast.